Mario Guerra, former mayor of the great city of Downey, and I'm here with my co-host, Eric Pierce, the editor of the Downey Patriot. And we're in downtown Downey today, and we're here, we're talking Downey with Mario and Eric. Thanks for joining us on there. So this is kind of cool, Eric. We're doing our first remote shot. We're doing it from downtown Downey. Okay, and I know you can't see it right now, but there's a roller skating banana. Banana. Yeah. I like the banana. If you haven't seen it, it's right here on what is it, Downey Fort? Right. Outside the uh, Hall of Fame Market. Uh, Hall of Fame Market. I yeah. like it. Not yeah. everybody likes it. I like yeah. it. Well, it's interesting is it's one of those things when we have this public arts fund and we actually had money that comes from the developers that went to this pot and it hadn't been used and it could only be used for public art. So I'm filing, this was led by uh, Councilman Alex Saab and I think Rick Rodriguez was also on that committee. But they basically went through and said, hey, let's just, let's just get some art on here. Yeah. Maybe people won't like it, but down there, but it, it stirs conversation. Yeah, yeah, it does. So, and so today we're outside. We're outside. Change of pace, and we want to get some fresh air the next day. Absolutely. We don't know how the audio is going to be. It's kind of a test to, it see, is how, a test. to see how it goes. It is. I like being out here. Hopefully it goes okay. We can get some tweaks, but I like being outside. Yeah, yeah. we want to do this more. We want to explore other places at Downey and bring people there because we'll do this. Our podcast is both on YouTube for the video and then, of course, for uh, where you, wherever you can get a, a podcast on Apple, uh, Spotify, wherever you can get your podcast, we're there. Talking Downey with Mario and Eric, okay? Yeah. Um, anyways, and by the way, we are sponsored. This is made available by the sponsorship of Financial Partners Credit Union, our local hometown credit union for the past 85 years. So. I think we probably need to talk up, huh? That might be the only issue on this. We need to speak here. louder. We need to speak louder. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. So, Eric, on there, what do we want to talk about today? <laughs> so, okay, so today we're going to do something a little bit different. Uh, we're going to talk about a few things. On Facebook, uh, I asked people to give recommendations on what we should be talking about. Uh, we had some people comment, so we're going to go on Facebook. We're going to read some of your recommendations and we're going to chat a little bit. We don't know all the answers, uh, but we're going to talk and we'll see how it goes. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I thought that was a, a funny thing on there. Folks, we do have all kinds of different things we want to talk about and episodes we want to bring in the future. We like hearing your comments, but this was a short, uh, you know, just Eric just put this out and we thought it was kind of interesting to see. Yeah. So why don't you lead us out? What did you yeah. say on there? So so, so the first one what came from, from Paul Vett's. Uh, and Paul wants to know uh, my best story from the Downey Patriot and your best story with Downey Police because you're a chaplain for the police department. Uh, so do you want to go first? What's your, what's your best police story? So, you know, there's, there's all kinds of interesting stories. I can't really talk about it, to be honest with you. I just thought a respect thing on there. But I can tell you the fun part is that um, Code 7. Code 7 is... It's, uh, it's lunch, okay? So every time when I ride along with an officer, we do, uh, you know, lunch is on me because I want to respect them and be with their partner. Interesting story. So we were going to Code 7 to the Dirty Dog, okay? That new hot dog place yes. over on Firestone. And Woodruff. So, and Woodruff. So I was taking one of the officers and we met another officer that I knew well was going to meet us there, right? They're all on duty and we, you know, it's all perfectly legal. We're literally there in line, okay? talking okay and all of a sudden this man comes sits right behind them 
and sits down, has no shirt, got some blood on his face, and turns around and he goes, I hate the police. And they didn't quite hear it, and I'm looking at him and I'm kind of like, look behind you. And then all of a sudden they're hearing in their radio that there's this bad guy out there, right? Yeah. That stole the car, it was a takeover thing in, in Norwalk, and had come over. And literally they turn around, they look at him, they look at each other, and they go and they grab him. Evidently, that was the guy. He jumped out of a pickup truck on Firestone Boulevard, and he came to the police. So then, of course, the sheriff's coming and so forth. So we make a laugh at it that, look, you know, police, I mean, the guy jumped into their arms, literally, yeah. all for a hot dog. But anyways, <laughs> I, there's a lot of other great stories, but that's just that literally just popped up into my mind yeah. thinking about it. Yeah. Said that. Uh, so, so for me, with the Patriot, I've been there now for 20 years, starting in 2002. So there's a ton of stories, and you know, I think the one that jumps out, it's not even that exciting, but it has to do uh, Johnny's broiler. Oh, and I yeah. remember when that was knocked down, I remember getting that phone call, and then handing over, and then destruction, yeah. which is crazy, and the history, which is demolished. Yeah. And then what really got crazy is a few days later, I got a phone call from this man who said that he was ordered by the property owner to demolish it. So I got to interview the person who actually was demolishing Johnny's boiler and he was later arrested and, and faced charges. But it was just a really surreal time yeah. to, to see like some living history here in Downey right. demolished. Right. And then you see that the, after that you see the community together and it got rebuilt. But you know, when Johnny's boiler was destroyed, you know, it's, it was a big deal here and down. Oh, absolutely. So you want to get my, you want me to give you my inside of that same story? Mm -hmm. So I had just been elected in November, okay, of 2006, got sworn in in December of 2006. Yeah. My first council meeting was going to be the second week in January, right? So guess what? On, that was on a Tuesday. On the Sunday before yeah. my first council meeting is when Johnny Boiler was demolished, yeah. okay? So I go down there, I haven't even had my first council meeting, okay? And I go down there, and of course, we all, historically, it's like, you know, it was part of our lives of who we were here yeah. and so forth. And evidently, the, the police, somebody called the police because and they came by and they stopped and this that same man was, was basically, was hired outside of Home Depot and was given a forklift and was tearing down the building but the electricity was still attached. I mean, yeah. he, he was like 10 feet from dying. Right. Anyways, so we're all there. The, the property owner fenced it all up. So now we go to the council meeting on Tuesday. Right. My very first meeting. I had never been on the dais even before, yeah. right? So we're in the back in closed session. And Jerry Kane, our city manager, comes back. He goes, that is the largest crowd, and I've been here for 20 years, we have ever had in the city of Downey. Yeah. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm a little nervous now. It's like, you know. So we go out there, and it is. And you had the news media. This was a big deal, yeah. right? All over the place. And, you know, it was Googie Architect and, and a lot of historical preservation people. Pack, pack place. So then when it was my turn to speak, I'm like, you know, it is so nice of all of you to come here today to just for me for my very first council meeting. Yeah. Of course, they weren't there for me. So anyway, so I got a good laugh my very first time speaking. Yeah. But one of the councilmen, Ann Bear, she says, well, we need to wait to see what we're going to do about it before we make any promises. 
And Kirk Cartosian, when he hears, he goes, we're not waiting, we're going to rebuild that. And the place went up in the uproar. And then yeah. Rick Trejo and I shared on the same end sentiment. And to this day, by the way, we did do exactly that. We used redevelopment money. It was not a good deal for the city. We put 900000 of redevelopment money, which we would have lost on the statement eventually, out of a $2 million something project. But we had an operator that promised to restore it with yeah. the original rocks and everything else. So from that perspective, I'm right. glad you brought the whole story yeah. up. Yeah, right yeah. There, you know. Now we just have to support it because, yeah. you know, there are so many people who are packing the chambers, yeah. you know, protesting at City Hall that we have to rebuild Johnny's. And now so many times I drive by and it's empty. Yeah. And so now yeah. we need to support. We, we we have to support. That's a good. That's a good point. That is part of our history. The owners there have been great about it. Yeah. By the way, every single rock up on that wall is put back to exactly the same place or where it was, and it's the original rock. Yeah. They spent a fortune more in doing construction. Yeah. Good call. All right. Good call. All right. Let's move on. Uh, all bet has a couple of other comments, <laughs> and it's getting kind of loud here. Yeah, so I apologize. That's okay. Uh, okay, speak louder. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, so he says, uh, "Senate Blanca." I'm sure he means Blanca Pacheco running for Senate. I think she's going to win. Assembly. I'm sorry, Assembly. But see, he did put Senate on here. But yeah, yes, running yes, for Assembly. assembly. Yeah. Uh, Downey Wine CA. Uh, they're fundraising, and my hopefully it'll come back. I think so. We had a board meeting on Tuesday. And everybody's very optimistic, and yeah. there's some plans, and it looks like that we're going to go out to the community soon, and it's and, and it's going to be rebuilt, brand new white on its current site. Yeah. The yeah. Earlier, the earlier plan was to build it over at Sussman. Right. That's not going to happen anymore. It's going to be on the current site. Right. We're going to demolish that one and completely, and you've probably got 60, 65 percent of the funding. Perfect. Uh, bringing a casino into Downey. <laughs> no. First so, of all, where? Well, you know what's interesting is. Uh, former Mayor Meredith Perkins had that idea when it, well, originally before the promenade, yeah. uh, actually the Downey Landing, right? right? So he actually had brought that idea. One of my first things was I wanted to bring an NFL team. I wanted to be the SoFi here, right? Yeah. Something similar. And then, of course, everybody in the city laughed at me. Right. So my second week on the job, I called the NFL, said, hey, we got 160 acres here. Are you yeah. guys interested? I got a call back. Mm. We actually had two conversations. Of course, it never happened. Yeah, but I agree. But you got to try. You got to try. I don't know yeah. where we put it here now. Yeah, I don't know about. I don't. I don't want a casino now. You, you, know, know. you know who the biggest opponents of that would be? Uh -huh. The other cities around us oh, that yeah. have casinos. Yeah, that's absolutely. who. That's who's against Prop Twenty Six and stuff. For example. Yeah. 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 Uh, well, last one. Uh, bringing a water park into Downtown. Uh, that would be a great idea. You know what? I don't know about a water park. But I like those little mini parks of the water sports outside yeah, yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, like okay. a playground. A playground kind of yeah, 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 not a whole one. No, not you know, a regular water 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 rain. No, I'm no. not a fan of those. No. But yeah, something like that. Hold I, down. I always thought we weren't creative enough here. There's some things that we never pushed the limit to. We were too concerned. You know, our our lines on the corner of Downey and Avenue and Firestone. I wanted that to be bold sidewalk right. and stuff like a statement piece and. Right. We always have pretty conservative public works, but that would have been a great idea. Uh, that would be very unique. Yeah. Uh, okay, thank you, Paul, for, for the ideas. Um, let's move on. Um, Alicia and uh, and Ralph, Alicia Edequist and Ralph Verdugo, they want to talk about public safety, uh, rising crime in Downey, uh, how the children are being protected at schools, uh, public safety. Yeah, well, obviously it's a concern for everybody. 
uh, I want to say this. Obviously, I'm biased. I'm the chaplain for 20 years of the, the chaplain for the Downey Police Department. We got some amazing people, great leadership there. So, it, it, but it is a concern for everybody. Um, it doesn't help when, you know, the terrible officer that was shooting that was just in the shopping center uh, a couple of weeks ago. Um, I don't know what you do about crazy people coming into the city that are bad people on right. that. Um, I don't have any answers for that. It does feel a little bit unsafe. I know our police are out there patrolling. We have more officers. Um, we should get our police chief, Leslie Murray, to come maybe come on their show yeah. and, and address that. Um, last week, there was a crazy incident that a lot of people on social media saw here in Downey on the corner of Paramount and Florence. There's a crazy man walking the sidewalk and walking across the street shooting a gun up in the air. Yeah. And, in broad daylight, in too. In broad daylight. It was like the middle of the day. Yeah. So when you see those things, so now, thank goodness nobody was hurt. Downey PD was there in the jiffy. I mean, complete control and everything else. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, maybe some things are more, uh, you know, exposed because of social media or right. more things are talked about. But I don't know, Eric. I, I, I'm like anybody else. That's a I, concern. Yeah, no, I, I'm with you. I don't know the answer. I'll say I don't feel unsafe in Downey. Yeah. I feel safer in Downey than I do in other, in other communities. Yeah. I think there's a huge benefit we're seeing it from having our own police department yeah. here, here in, here in yeah. Downey. I'll tell you, you know, if you're in other neighboring cities that have the sheriff's department, yeah. the fact is they don't have as many boots on the ground. Right. We have county police officers who are very proactive. Right. Um, yeah. I, I think crime in the area is more of a regional LA County right. problem, not so much of a, a, a Downey issue. Uh, as far as keeping kids safe, uh, you know, Downey does have school resource officers on campus uh, at each of the three public high schools. I, 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 don't, I don't know what else you can do. I, I do think it's more of a regional issue. I feel like people, criminals now, are more emboldened to do things in, in, in broad daylight with cameras. They don't fear repercussions anymore. Right. You know, right. I don't know what Downey can do about it, but it, it's a problem. Yeah. I can tell you this, though, from, from you know 20 years of ride-alongs uh, on a constant basis when a lot of these officers they, they're always looking, thinking ahead, for being proactive. Yeah. And when they're driving around, they go in the back alleys, they go on the park, they do all these things. They're very proactive looking. Yeah. Uh, so I have confidence in them. It's not, I think that it's like, we've always considered ourselves a move up city. And I think that other people from outside the region come in here because yeah. we have stuff they want to steal. That's the old line. But man, I, I'm with you. I don't know what the answer is. Yeah. Look at the chief out here and, yeah. or somebody from the rep from the city. Yeah, that'd be nice. You know. Uh, okay, uh, thank you for the question. George Manzanilla is asking about the economic future of the city, the need for resources uh, to reduce the barrier for entry for a lot of small businesses like office spaces, retail stalls, warehousing, etc. Uh, so, so economics, economic development. Yeah. You want to go first? Or? No, you go ahead. Go okay. ahead. Um, you, you know, I mentioned to George that you know this in Bellflower, downtown Bellflower, they have this really cool program where they have like miniature stalls that small businesses can rent, right. uh, $150 a month, and you can rent your business out of right. I think it's, it's really, it seems really cool, I don't know the details, right. but it seems like a really cool way to uh, to help these small businesses that, that need help. Uh, I know Downey has talked about building like a, 
incubator right. over at the uh, at the Kaufman Wing, right at the landing. Um, we're seeing a lot of economic development here here in Downey. I think there's still a lot of room for for growth here in Downey. Right. Um, well, I think I think right now we're a little bit in limbo because we don't have an economic development director. You know, we don't have a city manager. Uh, but this morning, literally, I was meeting with a realtor named Don Jervis that owns the building on the corner of Second and Downey Avenue, and he was telling me that, and, and before he even told me about his building, how he got a call from the city see what he wanted to do with his property yeah. and he would consider a restaurant and this and that and he thought it was pretty cool that we were proactive on that yeah. and he goes and that's now he built a beautiful building now Amores Tacos is coming in there on the corner of Downey and, and, uh, and Second Street so he was talking about us being proactive business development I don't know what we're doing right now yeah. I, I think we're kind of in limbo but I do know we have some a lot of different openings and opportunities yeah. I like that Bellflower, their downtown Bellflower, they've done a great job. It's fantastic. You know, it really is, and, and so forth. But, you know, I got to look at that. We're looking at downtown Downey here. Yeah. You know, it's alive and thriving. Yeah. You know, our downtown improvement association. You got all these things. So you can make a good case. But yeah, we can always do better. I think yeah. we need to stick outside the box. Yeah, that was so a great question. That incubator thing is a good idea. We've been talking about that mm -hmm. for a long time. And that space has been empty for how many years now? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, it, uh, well, 35 years. Yeah. The we're, talking, we're talking about Kaufman Wings over on Lakewood. Uh, what is that? Is it Alameda? No, not Alameda. The one that can it, it, uh, it is Alameda. Is it Alameda? It is Alameda. It's, it's really cool. Uh, it used to be at the aerospace. Uh, was it Rockwell? No, North American North Aviation American. and then and, and Rockwell. And you, know, you know what's cool? Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, no. What's cool about it, if people don't know, the reason it's called the Kaufman Wing Building and the reason that it's under historical preservation, the architect for it was the same uh, architect Kaufman that designed the Hoover Dam. So there's a little bit of history. So that is historical. Yeah. That can never be tied in, uh, you know, torn down. But it also it hinders some of the things that can go in there because you have to restore the building a certain way. Yeah. So it's just money. So sure. it's going to need the city or some economic development incentive to right. get somebody in there. But something like that. Yeah. Right. And thanks, George. I know we know George. George used to have his office inside the Downey studio. He did. And that was always kind of cool. I love that. Yeah, absolutely. So. Uh, okay, next question. We have a couple more uh, from Ernie Ventura. He's asking about a series on <laughs> today's nasty email or something along those lines. Uh, wait, so if, if you haven't read it, on, on my Facebook, I posted a small uh, snippet of a very nasty email that I received. Uh, through the Downey Patriot and the, I couldn't post much of it because the email was so nasty it was and I, I took out the person's name it was a former writer for the Downey Patriot a contributing writer uh, he was upset because uh, for different reasons uh, but most recently he had pitched a story he pitched a couple of stories and I, I, tr I turned them down it wasn't really appropriate I thought for different for different reasons so he sent me the nastiest email, uh, you know, the very vulgar calling me names. And it's it's almost, you know, I don't take it, it's hard not to take it personally, right. but what's weird is how people just feel so, I don't want to say entitled, but they say things in an email or on social media that I don't think it would say in person. Yeah. But I think yeah. because they're behind the computer, 
on the phone, they feel like they can get away with it. Yeah. And it's, it's really too bad, you know, because it is. It, words matter. Well, you why, don't you, why don't you read off the, the first the thing you did post? Because that is just, I just couldn't laugh that somebody would actually think of that. I don't. I, try, right. I was trying to look at it. I wasn't being rude and not uh, and not listening to you, but you're right. All right, so, so this is what I posted. This, this is from his... From this is his, the beginning uh, of his letter. Five-page letter, but listen to this. It said, uh, for, for a, <laughs> it said, Eric Pierce, for a while, I wonder why you turned against me. The, the most accomplished, experienced, traveled... Wait, wait, wait. Most accomplished, most experienced, traveled, and widely read writer in the history of Downey Patriot contributors. <laughs> especially after 13 years of a cordial, seemingly respectful relationship. So this guy has a really high opinion of himself. Yeah. And, you know, he, you know, for 13 years, he did contribute to to the Downey Patriot. And I said yes to his stories, you know, 99% of the time. And so, you know, and the truth is, you know, he would submit, he would write stories, and I would get criticized from people, yeah. especially from you, from you and other people from other people yeah. who didn't like his writing but i'm i'm always i'm the, my goal with the patriot is to have a variety of viewpoints right. opinions that even i don't agree with i don't want it to be my newspaper right. i want it that it's the community's newspaper right. everybody's welcome to contribute if i say no to a story it's for good reason right. i don't want to get into the, the specifics of why i told him no yeah. but they're for good reason and so, so you know, he took it personally. He got very, he got very offended. But you know, just you know, and I'm a big boy. I can take it. It's just, it's disappointing it's that people disappointing. resort to name calling, and they, and they get yeah. so personal, so mean. Yeah. Well, and, and, and you know, you shared it with me because he mentioned my name several times, and I've always been critical because he's always written very critical of the city, and he doesn't have the facts. He's got tunnel vision, and he writes his diatribe, and you read it, and you're like, what did he just say? And maybe I'm not smart enough to other. Maybe he is the most well-traveled, well-written, whatever, but I just didn't understand it. And then I would only get upset with you, only like, Eric, why would you let that trash in your paper? And stuff like that. And, you're, and then you were always very nice and, and respectful. But the fact, and then he puts you down for being a guest on my show. Okay, a guest on my show. How can you put that? Right. He's not a guest on my show. He is a co-owner of this show. It's talking Downey with Mario and Eric, and only Mario went first because we went by age and weight, okay, on it. So that's the only reason. It could very easily be talking Downey with Eric and Mario. So so you're an idiot. You must travel well-read. And he, he has some really choice work. He once said that my, in, in writing, my girth is as big as my mouth. Okay. Which unfortunately it is, but dude. But what's the point of saying that? What's in writing, in writing. Except throwing a jab on there. Right. And that's what he did on there. He insulted you by trying to tie you into me and all these bad things. He said he was he heard bad things about me at outside a supermarket recently for a candidate that needed signatures to run for city council. Folks, if you're outside the city council, outside of a market, trying to get signatures, you need 25 signatures to qualify, you're pretty bad. And dude, you're listening to this guy, which we, we kind of know is probably one of the gadflies from the city and stuff that try, that's running now. But come on, anyways, yeah. all right. And he, he did say that I'm quick to react. I don't care, but 
good riddance, but that says it all. It is, I'm yeah. glad you posted that, at least on there. Um, people that know, know, but yeah. what an it, idiot. It, 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 it's, <laughs> it's part of today's culture, unfortunately, yeah. where people just, you know, they just insult each other. And yeah. it's, it's too bad, you know, we I, can't have Can I share your response? There. Yeah, I think I think his response, which I didn't know because I'm too old to know yeah. that that meant something. I had to ask my 30 year old daughter what that word meant. So Eric's response was instead of going word tit for tat on five pages of stupid diatribe on all these other things, he says, "Okay, boomer." Which I for me I didn't know, but boomer is kind of like, "Okay, you're old and you don't know." <laughs> yeah, you don't he, care. He's out of touch. You're out of touch. Right. That's it. That's it. I just thought that was the perfect answer. Good yeah, for you. And we just, you know, good it, for you. It was but he did comment in there that he listens to Talking Down. He does. So on one of our things. So that's a good. We, we might lose a viewer now. That's fine. He's he's happy. <laughs> you know, he's welcome to comment yeah. on the Facebook page. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, wait. We have one more. Okay, go we ahead. Have one more. Yes. This, this is for you. Uh, Juan Castro wants to know about the golden era of Mexican cinema. <laughs> I don't even know what Mexican cinema is, I, although I'll tell you though. Well, you're Cuban. I know, I know. But I'll tell you, I don't know about the cinema, but I do on Netflix, because I started watching one or two shows, and all of a sudden now I'm watching, I started watching a couple Spanish things, because I'm trying to get my Spanish better, so I figured if I, if I you know, watch them. But there's some that have English subtitles. Yeah. And, you know, like La Reina del Sur, okay, I like action stuff. But it's got English subtitles, so I'm learning even better Spanish, listening to it, oh. and it's got it's got like 38 episodes. So I'm actually I don't know if that's Mexican cinema. Actually, I know that's not Mexican cinema, but I am watching some Netflix it's something. Mexican. It's but something. it is some of these shows are produced in Mexico. It's kind of interesting. Yeah. So Mexican. Yeah, Mexican. I have nothing to add to Mexican cinema. <laughs> the closest I think I've watched would be Nailed It on Netflix. It was like the Spanish version of Nailed It, which is really kind of funny. That's all. I have nothing to contribute. Uh, but you know, well, educate us. You, you let us know. I think that Juan Castro was probably being sarcastic when he said that. Yeah. But we just spent way too much time. Who is he? Juan Castro. Is he living in the city? He's like a normal guy. Real estate guy here. Yeah. Oh, he's got some of our mutual friends on Facebook. Oh, he's yeah. a friend of yours and yours. Are they? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I think he was being funny. You know, and that's okay. Yeah. So, Juan, you got your 15 seconds of fame on the question. Fame. Yeah, fame. I know, fame on there. There is several people commenting about the safety. Yeah. Uh, it kept going on on there. Uh, of course, Ken, Ken, Ken Cook said, speak about what makes the U.S. Army and Pepsi so special to America. Anyone doesn't know him, he's a teacher, uh, a local teacher, and he's a big Pepsi nut. He seems like a nice guy raising his yeah. kids and so forth. I will say this, I will answer you, Ken. What makes the U.S. Army great is the people that it has in it and the representing of them. There's amazing correlation of leadership and all the way down to the very first future soldier that's coming in and the first private other. So anyways, that's my story. Pepsi, I don't know. Look, nobody goes to a restaurant and says, I can I have a Pepsi? Yeah. Nobody says yeah. that. And then the waiter says, "Is Coke okay?" Yeah. No, no, it doesn't. People ask for a Coke okay. for for a reason. Yeah. yeah. And this is Downey. We're a yeah. Coke town. We have the what is it the the biggest distribution center west of the Mississippi yeah. or whatever. Yeah. It is. Yeah. So, it is. No, Ken, Ken, I'm sorry to tell you, you're right. That Dasani bottle. Hold it up, uh, Eric. This is Downey Tap Water. Okay. This is a Coca-Cola product. 
we have over 120, uh, uh, 120,000, uh, 120 million cases of coke are produced out of this downy thing. So you're absolutely right. You know what's funny is I used to work at Taco Bell as a high schooler, and I, you're the same thing. When people ask me, can I have a coke? We used to have to say, is Pepsi okay? Yeah. Because when you're shelling Pepsi, you can't just answer the coke. So can. I don't care, dude. It's all good, and we appreciate you. Yeah. Just keep raising your kids right and being a good model for your students at school and everything else. Yeah. And yes, we'll have a Pepsi in your honor a little bit. Okay. How's that? We want to thank everybody for your questions. It was actually kind of fun. It was, yeah. it was a little bit different. It's, it feels nice being outside. There's a nice breeze. And you know, downtown Downey is a beautiful place. It is. It is. And you know what? We're going to do some episodes of, of, of driving down uh, there. Hans, we got to show them. Uh, this is how we roll around here uh, in Downey. Maybe turn the camera around and show them the golf cart Maybe here. The golf, uh, this uh, is Mario's uh, golf cart. My golf cart. And yes, it's street legal. It's got a license plate. It's pretty cool. It's just fun. It's got seat belts on it and so forth. And then we'll show you the banana behind you. Turn around for the banana. Okay. The big part of the banana. It's a roller skating banana here in downtown Downey. So we can thank our past council. But there is a lot of stuff going on. Uh, we'll talk about some of the new things that are opening up in downtown Downey. We'll talk about the downtown Downey Improvement Association. We're going to visit uh, the library. We're going to visit the library. Oh man, there's all kinds of cool things down the library. We should film. We will film a show from them. But we'd love to hear your other items. You know, folks, um, this show we want to talk, keep it about Downey. We'll do something else about the region. And, and Eric doesn't like to talk about politics, although we are going to host a candidates forum. Uh, I talked to the chamber today and, and so forth. So we're going to host uh, a, a candidate forum. Uh, there's three people running for the two uh, council districts. Uh, some of them are crazy people, but we will be fair. Eric and I are going to be the moderators. We'll ask good questions and follow-up questions so that way you can be informed. But anyway, okay, now... And I do want to add that Downey Pizza is going to be doing, um, I, I think, the, the plans are, I probably shouldn't say this, but more like a, a, a meet and greet with the candidates. There you go. Uh, so, there you, the, go. you know, the more that residents get to know who's running, yep. the better. Yep, absolutely. Yep. So, we hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, contact us. Thank you to Financial Partners uh, for your sponsorship to be able to make this available and to reach out to our community. And uh, we're going to wrap it up. So thank you for listening to Talking Downey with Mario and Eric.